0: yesterday villains today yeah we're going to talk about the system in the hospitals I have personal experience personal friends that are telling me how ridiculous the help is that is going on in the system right now and I know you got some stuff you were gonna say we kind of ended that last podcast on that um, but like right now they were telling me the normal situation for a hospital and this is one of the nurses saying this is to have one to two, um, max three ICU patients. So and this is people that work in the ICU, right? Because what it is, is if you have any more than that, you can never stop because you have to constantly check the drips, the, the medication, their pressures. If one of them hits a button, which they're in ICU, so they're more than likely not, they're not doing good at all, right? And then the critical care, intensive critical care, but now they're saying they're giving them, they're trying to give them five to six right now. So we're already in our hospital systems all over the place. We're so understaffed and yet they want to, until yesterday, and when I say yesterday, I mean last month, last year, how these were all these medical workers were heroes and they, and they are. They, they absolutely they still they, are today. It's nothing's different. Think about it. no vaccines, <laughs> supposedly vaccines last year, and they yeah. worked through the whole thing. Yeah. And how did them, none of them get sick and die? You never you never hear about none of the healthcare workers getting sick and dying. They're, you know what they're gonna say? Well, they had masks on. It's already been proven. The CDC already said those don't do jack squat. I know. Doctor the N ninety fives or the surgeon mask. Dr. Fakey. Yeah. Fakey Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. God.
1: Anyway. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's 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 really terrible what's going on. But you know, like the frontline doctors were the ones that yeah. came out that came originally came out and really started fighting for you know, truth.
0: Yeah. Were those guys down in Bakersfield? That there's a few there was a doctor from Bakersfield that was know. coming out with I think he was one of those guys that you told me about. He was actually from Bakersfield, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, what'd they do to those guys? Well, I mean Sticking they have a website. Oh, they still have oh, yeah. stuff going? There, there is... Th- what is that website, Dad? Do you know? Uh f-
1: I think it might just be the frontlinedoctors.com. dot com channel. Look it up. But you can probably Google it and find it. They actually actually sell uh ivermectin and uh I think they have access to hydrochloroquine. There's hmm. actually several doctors that are uh and medical uh people in that field that are actually um suing. Is that it? I don't have my glasses on but what does it say? America's frontline doctors. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's frontline doctors, that's what they're calling.
2: Hmm.
1: I
0: mean that that's got to be
1: something. Yeah, and sure. they actually yeah, they're they actually have some really great information on there that would be helpful cost for people to look at. You know, <clears throat> I call it the okay, there's what's called the Hippocratic Oath, right? Yeah. Well, uh <laughs> That goes back to the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, trust me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna share something. I'm not gonna go in really deep detail, but um, I worked with this, co- I work with this company that has a division that's works with medical doctors, chiropractors, mm-hmm. massage therapists, health professionals, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what they do is they have a whole system in place that actually, you know, does wellness products Mm -hmm. that support your immune system. And what they do is they go in there because there's pharmaceuticals and nutraceuticals, right? Two different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pharmaceuticals have to be FDA approved. Nutraceuticals aren't. And for many years, the pharmaceutical companies have been trying to get Congress and so forth to... Eliminate nutraceuticals. Why do you think that is? Because they they're good for you and they work. Well and there's no money. There's no there's money. There's no money because they can't patent it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just like just like ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, you, they have been around for fifty or sixty years, you know, like hydrochloroquine. They've been around for 50, 60 mm-hmm. years. And, you know, dealing with malaria and people aren't dying. And that one doctor from the frontline doctor, the black lady, who's very strong and powerful speaker in whatever country she was at, she was talking about they've been using it to save people from, uh, uh, you know, the virus for for a long time. This. There's no downside to it, but you I've know seen why? I seen that. Video. Why is that? <clears throat> because there's no money in it. Right. Even though the pharmaceutical companies actually have
0: the patent on it, it's not large it's money. Large, it's dirt it's cheap. cheap. Mm-hmm. It's dirt cheap. Well, you talking about hydrochloroquine? Yeah, Chloroquine. I actually took that for a year, and I've told you this it, in, for a year in Afghanistan. Did you? Really? Because of malaria, and I thought that, and I, I took it for a year. Not, not a single issue. Never, never went through anything. One tiny, tiny little white pill. And a lot of guys, and that. the light guys, never even took that. Hmm. And, you know, here's something funny: is you know, wearing boots every day with that super hot temps, 120, 125 degrees. Um, I would always get like uh, I get athlete's foot in those those military boots. That's why I wear like you know Crocs, and I change my shoot different shoes every day. Like I don't wear the same shoe, and I have a boot dryer. Like I just take care, try to yeah. take care of my feet. Well, I was actually really concerned when I went over there that I was going to get athlete's feet bad, and there's just no way to combat it because you're out in it all day, every day, 120, 125 degrees. It's just like no way your feet are going to stay unless you change your socks like four times a day. But I ended up taking this. I actually didn't take it for the first little while, and then I started taking it, and it really wasn't because I was thinking I was going to get malaria because, I mean, there's not really any mosquitoes out there because yeah. there's no water. <laughs> yeah. But it was more for the guys on the east side of Afghanistan. I was on the west side. But I took it. I never, My foot never itched once. I never got any fungus or anything ever from that. In fact, so basically what it did is it kind of helped me, to be honest with you, in that situation. I'll, I don't know what was happening long-term in my body. Maybe it's not good for you long-term. I have no idea. I'm not trying to say that was no miracle thing. But how funny was it when they started talking about hy- hydrochloroquine, how that just like disappeared off the deal because they knew it was going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, ivermectin... Uh, this is Common Brands. It says Sulantra, skleis, and Stromectol. It says it's an anti-parasite. It can treat infections caused by roundworms, threadworms, and other parasites. Isn't that actually what... Uh, um, oh, my goodness. Why can I never think when I'm on this <laughs> show? I always do this. Uh, v- veterinarians, don't they actually give that to even horses, right? Oh, yeah, to horses. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's a good... Uh, case for this. So, what are you saying? It's a paste? It, well,
1: yeah, the frontline doctors actually sell. Is that where you got my, from? No, I, I actually got the paste. So, it's a paste. It's a paste. And I have literally taken it. Uh, when me and Thomas were on that hunting trip mm-hmm. I was telling you about, mm-hmm. uh, when you know we hiked to this very high mountain and came out of there in the dark, uh, the wind was it, well, we didn't get back to camp until 1230. Probably the hardest thing, backpacking trip I've ever did in my life. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we were both exhausted and uh, and uh, no side effects at all. The, it, what it was is the wind was so cold, it literally was burning my lungs. Tom, Me and Thomas both started c- coughing, you know, like in our chest and stuff like that. And that night before I went to bed, I, I took it. And uh, I've actually taken it a couple of times mm-hmm. and nothing. And and I never got bothered by it. I had walking pneumonia when I was a teenager because I bought a 500 Suzuki. And this was when I lived in Oregon. And uh, me and my cousin Andy, he had a 750 Honda. And we went out riding and it was cold and all I had was a T-shirt. Uh, I ended up getting walking pneumonia. Walking pneumonia is bad. It's a bad mm-hmm, thing because mm-hmm. you can actually, it can take you down before you really realize what's going on and uh so i was a little bit concerned when i was coming out of there because literally that wind was so cold and it was like you were breathing out of your mouth and mm-hmm. then you start hacking yeah
0: all that and uh, anyway so yeah so no it's <laughs> well and again we ain't no medical professionals so no. we're n- we're not telling you guys to go take this stuff so i just want to do want to clarify yeah, that exactly you know. exactly use wisdom use your own study your own and that's what i said that's what That's what bothers me about a lot of people in this world today, and that's kind of what I went off a couple episodes ago, is the fact that people just believe everything they hear. Right. I've never been of that mindset. It's like, I want to find out for myself. If if everybody goes and jumps off the bridge, do you just go? Because, well, everybody's doing it. I guess we just need to go do that. There must be a reason why they're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like the dumbest things people do, like literally. The sheep. The sheep. 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 You, I mean, what happens, like, if you're at an amusement park and you've seen everybody run in a certain way, what are you probably going to do? Probably going to take off and run. Like, there must be something bad happening. Yeah. And that's how people are with this, with everything, is the majority of people are not making a logical decision for themselves, sitting down researching and thinking, okay, is this what I want to do for myself? What they're doing is they're doing it because, well, my uncle and my aunt and my grandpa and my grandma are doing it. I I need to do it. Everybody around me and everybody at the school and all the other students are doing it. I I don't want to be the only guy. Like that alone in itself, that drives me nuts As people being influenced by other people because they don't want to be the odd one out. I feel like I've always been the one doing my own thing. I've never just followed to follow. Mm Mm-hmm. And people are—it's just like people in this day and time. It's like they have no guts and no internal fortitude to make your own rational, logical decision. Now, if it is the same decision everybody else makes, the go by all means go for it. But don't just because ten people walk that way, you just go with them. Well, what I what I think about that
1: not only is it the media, but it's peer pressure. How many times going even even though. You know, you grew up in an age where, like I said, we homeschooled, but mm-hmm. we also, you know, church school. Mm-hmm. Do you know any of your buddies that did things uh, because of peer pressure oh, that all maybe the time. wasn't right? Oh, I, I
0: dare you to jump off that. Yeah. I dare
1: you to, to run across holy, their, peer yeah. pressure. <clears throat> and so so you look at, you know, all, la- all last year, uh, like, I felt <laughs> you can call it rebellious, you can call it whatever, but it definitely didn't have nothing to do with fear. Because I, I, if people, if you go into a restaurant and they say you got to have a mask, I say I turn right back yep. around and walk out. Mm. Uh, uh, stop and think of this logic, because this this is so irritating to me. <laughs> think of the logic now. Think logical, don't mm-hmm. think emotional. If you want to wear a mask, more power to you. If you mm. want to. If you want to Absolutely. breathe your carbon dioxide into your <laughs> all body day long, all day long, more power to you. It, you know, maybe you should research carbon dioxide. Maybe you should research the size of a virus and that it <laughs> that mass don't stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so if you're gonna spit on people, okay,
0: yeah, it can stop spit, but it ain't stopping no virus. Okay, yeah, let me bring some up about that. One thing. That doesn't bother me. It kind of makes more sense is when you're out of rep. We've done this our whole life, so who cares? I want everybody out of a mask. I want it to be where everybody- nobody has to wear a mask. But now, when your your waiter is bringing your food to you and they've got four or five plates on each side of their hand, it don't. It's not a bad thing necessarily <laughs> to their spit not being going all over my yeah, food. Yeah, yeah exactly. but yeah, yeah. Think about this. This is kind of gross. But like, well, how does our how does our body build up an immunity <laughs> to things? Germs. How many times did us as kids pick gum off the floor and put it in our mouths? How many times did we put eat dirt? Dirt. I remember. I remember as a kid thinking, why do I have dirt? I'd be crunching on sand and dirt. Like how'd that get in my mouth? But build your immune Kids sucking on their fingers. Like why are you? You know, we all know that kids are the ones that basically spread all the sickness more than anybody. Like my kids. I feel like I was never sick. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm a sickly person, and I don't get nothing. But when our when my kids were going to school, when Vivian was in school, I felt like every three weeks we were all sick. Mm-hmm. Like why? Because kids are touching their you know you know up fingers up the nose, in the ears, in the mouth, touching on other kids. I watched Violet the other day, who was sick. Some kid was sick, and they were sucking on this little metal keychain, and then i look over five minutes later and violet's clipping it to her lip i'm like there you go now those germs are all like that's just kids right Mm -hmm. but it's like certain things that's like okay you know but that's not why it started though it had nothing to do with protecting us from that it was all let me let me ask you this let me let me throw something at you and see what you think now this could be considered um what's the word when it's way out there and People think, oh, that's not true. What's, what's conspiracy the theory? conspiracy theory? There, I was trying to say that the other day, and I cannot think of it, but I brought this up to Travis. This is just a thought. This means nothing holds no weight or ground. But <clears throat> who do you think paid for all these masks to be made? Billions and—I don't even know. I'm just going to say billions and billions of masks, right? These companies did that, but where did they get the money from? guaranteed the federal government Mm -hmm. okay where's that money come from the federal government exactly (laughs) so but let's say they had to make all these masks these people are being rebellious they're not wearing these masks they're a bunch of patriots and they don't listen and 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 shame on you for spreading this vaccine so they do these pushes and i'm gonna write that down because i want to say something about that too so they do these these pushes and they say you got to wear this is a mandate now you got to wear these masks why are they doing that? Why why all of a sudden can they do it and then they shut off and don't do it? Because they, they've got a massive surplus that they've got to get rid of. So make these companies, make these places, make these people buy all these masks because now nobody's wanting to do it. We've got miles of these boxes of masks that need to be done because we spent all this money on having them made and now we, they're not doing them. So now we're going to make them buy them so we can get our money back. Is that too far out there thinking? I mean, I've thought about even with the vaccine, how many billions of dollars have they spent? I watched a video. Me and Michael are going to do an episode on this. Billions, billions of dollars that they have made. And I don't remember the time frame. I'm going to play the video on that other episode. So stay tuned if you want to hear that. But it was just like a short time frame that these scientists from Pfizer said that they made off of the vaccine. He goes. It's the only thing. the scientist said this. He goes. It's the only thing that's keeping us afloat. Is that one little small window of time that they sold? They sold the vaccines and dims, like six months, seven like seven billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Money, the root of all evil. Is the root. It's okay. The so let me a- sh-
1: let me let me finish something. What <clears throat> I was going to say about the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want you to think logically. That's all I want you to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't take my word for it. But just just think about this. You go into a restaurant. Okay? The servers, they got masks. Now you're going with this. And uh, now, right now, a lot of restaurants, you, you, you know, they don't make a big deal. But last year, they were making a big deal oh, yeah. about having the mask on. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me, please, t- explain to me how if I wore a mask into a restaurant, the minute I sit down, I can take my mask off.
0: And it doesn't spread. It's okay. (laughs) Tell me how the logically.
1: Come on. Yeah. Think logically. How can you go into the restaurant, sit down, and take your mask off, and I see people, and they're all comfortable now, but before, what do they do? Just like uh, go along to get along? Yeah. Do you really believe this? Yeah. Come on. Think with your brain. How can you say that's okay? Yeah. They're muzzling people. Yeah. You know back in the day I seen pictures of slavery they put muzzles on their faces mm-hmm. to keep them quiet mm-hmm. to keep them controlled so people couldn't communicate look, couldn't you look at couldn't see a smile you couldn't see a smile think about it mm-hmm. think about me and you I mean how many times like you look at their eyes you don't even know I seen <laughs> I said this before. Some of the people like wearing masks because maybe they're so homely. Mm-hmm. They, they're missing all their teeth or something. They're so homely. <laughs> they, they don't want to put makeup on today, so they put their mask on. They're hiding, they're hiding. behind that's, the mask. That's
0: exactly what it is. How jacked up do you think this is going to make this generation of kids? Oh, no kidding. Okay, okay let me tell you a story. I, I can get so fired up about this because, it, like you said, where's the logic? There's absolutely none. Okay, I get it. When you go to a place—and look it, guys. If we stood up and we didn't go to these places and we didn't support them and we turned around and walked out because,
2: yes— at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off.
0: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They don't have a choice. Their boss is them what they have to do because there is no logic. They don't get shut down. I get that. But if we support the whole agenda behind it by just wear it to your your table and then sit down and take it off, come on, guys. You know, like, think about this. But so telling a story of a local restaurant we were at, it was terrible. It was actually bothering me so bad I thought, what is this going? Because you talked about kids knowing a lot more than you think they do and fear. Check this out. So there's this kid. He's like seven, eight years. In fact, I think you were there. I think we went to breakfast together with mom and Sarah and the girls or something. Anyways, there was a couple, like a a family of five, a mom and dad, a couple kids and like a grandparent or something. Well, they all threw their mask, including the kid. He's like, I'm guessing he's like eight years old. They all threw their mask on as soon as they got out of the car. Okay. And they walk up there, and they go inside, and it's kind of busy, and they go in there, and they tell their table, and they're like, okay, you're going to have to wait. Everybody's waiting outside. They come back outside. Everybody starts pulling their mask back off. Okay? They're just doing what they're trained to do, right? So now they're back outside. Well, the kid, everybody but the kid took their mask off. He, he's so used and so trained to it now as a little child because they train a lot easier than we do. He left it on. Well, the mom, I noticed it, I was like, I'm, it just bugged me that he was wearing it anyways. And, and not his fault, but just this whole system, it just irritates me. And, and and by the way, when this was going on, you didn't have to wear a mask. There was there, This wasn't even that long ago. There's no mask mandate. It's full of people with no mask. And we never put one on. Well, the kids leave it on. The mom finally notices that he's still wearing the mask. And she's all, you know. Joe or whatever his name was, hey, you can take your mask off. Take your, we're outside. You can take it off. He went it off. And and I'm not being mean, but the kid was pretty mu- a lot overweight, mm-hmm. and you nailed it. He's, I and I'm not sure of this, but I'm assuming that's that's part of a hiding thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's part of a, and I'm not blame it on his weight, but because I really don't think it's just the weight. He probably didn't even think of that. I really think. It, bottom line is that's his little security blanket now. And, and and the parents have no clue what kind of fear is really going on. He may not utter it. He may not speak about it, but subconsciously, that kid is probably terrified yeah. that this COVID nineteen is going to come and sneak in his bedroom at night and yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what we said.
1: Think about these little kids that may never say nothing, but they hear mom and dad. They they their parents watch CNN mm. or whatever other you know news media. And these kids hear it just like when I was a little kid and seen the pictures of Vietnam and stuff, yep. and that yes. made a, a scare. You know, I was scared, but, but yeah. So I feel, I feel for these little kids and look at what they're doing in these public schools. And supposedly, from what I've seen, is they're making them kids wear masks. They're all, all, is it all the school? Like I know I don't art. know every school. I don't know that. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that at all. But, but yeah, it's it's a terrible thing. I mean, think about it from a health perspective. Carb, just look at carbon dioxide, yeah. okay? And inhaling in oxygen, dioxide. and you're it. Honestly, <laughs> because of what I did last year, there was one or two places I had to, like, what I did is I put a hanky mm-hmm. over my face. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I'm about ready to pass out. And like you know. I don't understand how these people can do this all day long. Mm-hmm. It's like I refuse, I'm right around d- their car by themselves. That's what drives me crazy. I want I want to drive, besi- drive up beside I want to drive up beside him and like, point and start laughing. Like, Do you understand? Nobody's in the car with you and you're so fearful all that says is CNN <laughs> on
0: it's their like, car. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's still going on. Like. You know
1: what? There's so much access to information instead of just believing the corrupt mm-hmm. politicians and the corrupt media, the fake news. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do your own research? Yeah, you know, instead of believing a hundred percent of these corrupt, lying, devils. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's terrible. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share something. I thought about this when we were talking about the heroes, the mm-hmm. medical people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big group of them that are not taking that right. shot. Right. And uh, you know they're you know like you said last year they were there were signs everywhere heroes and you know essential workers. Hey, when we would land on the helipad, Dad, and we'd get out, horns would honk, honk, honk. They were they was support. How can that be? Yeah, I mean I think about this: the guys that came back from Vietnam, you it, this was obviously and... where those guys were spit on. Those guys, you know, and it wasn't them; it was the politicians. It was a political media war, and the media creating... did the same thing yes. back then. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was terrible. You've seen it, like it you said. Terrible. You
0: have your history that you've seen this happen.
1: Yeah, and so you know, it's it's kind of interesting because uh, when Carter was president, I remember the Iran Contra, the 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 the, um, the uh, hostages. You know, mm-hmm. it's basically same things going on right now. Mm-hmm. The yeah, bur- yeah. people are burning the flag. The pr- people were doing all these things. Uh, the you know. Over in Afghanistan, really, theres you could call them hostages, whatever, yeah, right bit. now. But uh, that's not what I was going to say. I wanted to say this about medical. Okay. So <clears throat> without getting a whole lot of detail, try to set this straight. Pharmaceutical companies. We all know that there are, I mean, ideally, do you not agree, logically thinking that you have a personal responsibility to take care of your health? Yes. You can eat... You can eat good food. You can supplement. Mm-hmm. You can do all that things. Is it? Okay. Is it always easy? No. Mm-hmm. I for the last four months, uh, you know, I've been I've been cutting weight and and exercising, and uh, you know, I feel I'm like I said, I'm sixty six. Thank God, I feel better than I felt for years. I feel like I'm probably thirty. Mm-hmm. I I feel that good. So we have a personal responsibility, right? And so um, I know people, I've been around, I, I was a consultant. I dealt with a lot of medical doctors and chiropractors mm-hmm. and massage therapists. And, uh, you know, teaching them about the system. What I wanted to say is this, though, is um, <clears throat> doctors go to medical schools, right? Mm-hmm. Pharmaceutical companies fund Medical schools, mm. think about it. I, now, I knew they funded the. Okay, they okay. Let me repeat schools. this. Okay, yeah, repeat that. Okay, so there's what's called the AMA, American Medical Association. Mm-hmm. The pharmaceutical companies think about it. If I wanted to get my drugs pushed out there. Who am I going to fund? Mm -hmm. I'm funding the medical schools. Who gets taught at the medical schools? Mm. The MDs. Do you know the MDs do not have the time of so many pharmaceutical drugs that there are? They do not have the time to independently study every drug that they prescribe to a patient. This is not true. Do you understand? That there's over a hundred thousand people die annually, and probably more than that now, annually from misdiagnosed drugs. How much? Over a hundred thousand. Wow. Side every of, year. Side effects from drugs. Do you understand that they they counteract each other? Do you understand your your grandpa right now? My my wife's your mother, uh-huh. dad. She's been dealing down at the veterans in Fresno because they changed all his medication, Uh, you know, whether it's for the heart, whether it's for acid reflux, whether all this stuff from choices, probably through life. But they give these pharmaceuticals to these people. Okay, my opinion, purely and simple, there is a place for it, but it is short term. Yes, it is like, okay, you know, hey, if you bust arm, thank God for a doctor. But when it comes to when it comes to meds, (laughs) like I am like so like I was I was raised that way because my dad's mom, my grandma, she had 13 children, I believe, did everything natural, had an old Indian book, herbs and did all that kind of stuff. But if you stop in just common sense logic, think about pharmaceutical companies that fund medical schools. Medical think schools it, yeah. teach doctors. Yeah. And doctors are prescribing medication that they don't even know the whole side effect. And this was what really drives me up a wall. Think about if you watch TV, look at any medication that they're trying to promote, the pharmaceutical companies are trying to promote on TV. Mm-hmm. Why do they always show these men and women frolicking through (laughs) the pastures with flowers and green grass? And right at the last minute, they'll say, but this could cause this and this and this Mm -hmm. and this and this and this. this." Why do they do that? Why are you willing to do that? Mm. Come on. Think logically. It's your life. Mm. It is not... (laughs) The Bible says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to give you life and give it more abundantly. You know, it... I always said this, I've said this for many years. You've heard me say it. <laughs> and there's some people that throw you tomatoes, but that's okay. There's three inches, two to three inches of your body that loves all the sweet stuff, loves all the cakes, likes all the pies, likes all the desserts, three inches. Mm-hmm. Your taste buds. Once it goes to your stomach and it goes down, I've done health seminars. Once it goes down to your stomach, goes and it breaks down, it's toxic. Mm-hmm. It's toxic to your body. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect, okay? But I'm telling you, if you do this on a consistent basis, constantly, you gain weight. Think about this. What if, because you know, you're 37. I promise you, as you get older, just just go out into the, go out into our society and drive around. Go through our grocery stores. How many people you know really look like they're in shape? Not a lot. Majority don't. (laughs) Yeah, big majority don't. Mm. Why is that? (laughs) Okay, people are eating more because the food that they're buying is boxed or bagged or canned or whatever— it doesn't have the nutrition. It's not
0: supplementing them.
1: It's not actually feeding your body mm-hmm. to give you energy or anything else. And so what happens is you're eating more and more and more. Your metabolism slows down, and you gain weight. Well, so my question would be this: If you're 40 years old, you gain two pounds a year. Two pounds don't sound like much. Look at muscle dictates your metabolism. A, a, a pound of muscle might be this big, but a pound of fat might be this big. Right. I've seen I've seen that comparison in real life. It's it's definitely bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my my thing is this. If you only gain two pounds, it don't sound like much, huh? Mm-hmm. But if you're 40, okay, and it's, let's say you're 200 pounds. When you hit 41, now you're 202 pounds. Mm-hmm. Give it 20 years. What's 20 times two? It's 40. Now all of a sudden, when you're 60 years old, you've gained 40 pounds. You're 240. Mm-hmm. Tell me how much profit is in all that fat you're carrying around. Try try putting a backpack on your back forty pounds, fifty pounds, right, sixty pounds. All the stuff
0: that's affecting all your organs. I mean, all that stuff. It's like it's just it's the frog in the the pan that slowly warms up. You don't realize how much you're carrying around, exactly. how much is tearing you down. And I have compassion, but there's yeah, there there it there's reason. And think about is there
1: stress going on today?
0: Oh my goodness, yeah, cortisol. Mm-hmm. You're going to
1: gain more weight. Yeah, you know it's like. This what I'm saying is back to the medical thing is is it comes down to these pharmaceutical companies making billions for their stockholders mm-hmm. okay creating drugs that are FDA approved big deal and then they what they do is they down the road after it's killed how many people they might take it off the market maybe yeah and this whole thing that's going on with this vaccine <laughs> not even FDA approved you know hasn't even had the time They're basically using people as guinea pigs. Oh, yeah. I'm not willing. No. You know, my body, my choice, right? My body, my choice. Well, I brought that up. Dad is
0: Newsom on the other day. I brought that. You heard it. Where he was saying, uh, we're saying yes to women's choice and women's rights. (laughs) I'm thinking, (laughs) what a hypocrite. Yeah, what a hypocrite. Literally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what a hypocrite.
0: Like, hello, people. People listen to this. Do not see what this guy's is saying? Isn't yeah. this a red flag? It's a yeah. sign. What we're trying to say.
1: Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's uh, nephew, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they run, they run together, right?
0: That's why they had to run down here and bail him out on that whole situation. Mm-hmm. I want to get
1: start back, start back on yeah, that. Again, we don't though. get. Back. Yeah, but anyway. So remember, you know, you got to take personal responsibility. Just, I challenge you to look at any of the side effects. Just think about those advertisements on TV. That you see, it'll bring your blood pressure down, but you're gonna have to fight ten other things. Yeah, exactly. All those side effects. And and I'll tell you this right now: high blood pressure. That's a good illustration. High blood pressure. Back in the day when I was really like spending the time with health professionals, what they did is they brought a whole new group of people in there because they had a certain uh, a base or a parameter. What high blood pressure was. Anything above that, you might need to be on high blood pressure medication. Or how about changing your lifestyle? But anyway, yeah. what they did is is they brought a whole nother group into that needed the, the pharmaceuticals by uh, by making the norm higher. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, those are the kind of things they do. So I have no faith in them, guys. No. Pharmaceutical companies, pharmacia? No, 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 no. Nope. Yep. So that's my choice. Like you said, there's a time
0: and place. There's certain things yeah. that you may have to use short-term. Yeah, short-term. But term. when you uh, – like, yeah, these people I've seen – I mean, see it all the time in this field. And it's like they'll, they'll bring a bag with them. Like when we do a transfer, there'll be a Ziploc bag, a big one, like a three-gallon bag. Dad, full. You've seen it. Yeah. Full. How How are you even who you are? How can you even function – how can you even be the real you – when you're so medicated your body can't function normally your your bowel system can't function normally your your mind can't function normally I mean my goodness and and I yeah let me tell you let me tell you
1: another little interesting story so um <clears throat> i don't know if your watchers have ever heard the term bedpan bullets
0: i i mean
1: you haven't heard of it mm-hmm. well bedpan bullets let me explain what that is okay so um so what happens, obviously, is people get on these different medications. Now, I oh, want okay. i do want to there, say yeah. this one thing, though. I—I've kind of used myself as a guinea pig. Like I'm—I told, even in fact, I told mom this morning. I go, not my mom, his mom, uh, my wife. Anyway, uh, I told her this morning. I said, I'm always searching for the fountain of youth. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, come on. I want to. I. Yeah, I got grandkids. I. I I came up with a saying last last year or the year before said I'd rather die living than live dying. Mm-hmm. I'd rather die living than live dying. And what I mean by that, living to me is being able to do the things that I want to do, hunting, fishing, be with my family, travel. Uh, you know, I just got back from Wyoming mm-hmm. doing doing things that are that are exciting. How many people do you know that hit their seventies, eighties? Their whole goal is to hit retirement. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say sk- and I share I shared a scripture with you about what happens mm-hmm. when you retire you know, retire and you sit down. You're basically dying. Yeah. So I'd rather I'd rather l- die living than live dying. I've skydived yeah. when you with you when you were 18 or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. But how many people stop and think about it? They're armchair quarterbacks. Mm. They sit. They get older. They sit sit in their comfy chair, mm. and they're armchair quarterbacks, and they're alive, but they're dying. Right. All they ever talk about is what happened mm. fifty Yesterday, years ago, yeah. forty years ago. You know, it's like go out and do something. Walk. Do something. You know, you could probably go to somebody that's not able to. Go help them, encourage them. But if you're just sitting there, you're just dying. You're just wasting away, right? Mm. But, yeah, so I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> mm. Well, you were—oh, man, what were you bringing up? You are bringing up a point. Um, I said I'd rather die living than live dying. Yeah, but there was somewhere— I, I thought was some were... other—I
0: got sidetracked on a rabbit oh, trail. Sorry, I couldn't bring you back on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. No, um— I don't know. I still think it was something to do with the healthcare, or maybe it was pharmaceuticals. I don't remember, but oh, well, yeah, we'll move on, I guess. Um, well, to be honest with you, I mean, we, this has almost been a 40 minute, but I think that's a good place to yeah, end it right the there. North. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, let's leave a word of encouragement to the listeners. Um, thank you guys. And, and share this around. If you got anybody that you know needs to hear this and I have noticed that this stuff is getting shared and that the, the listeners are growing. Downloads are growing. And if you think some people need to hear certain things, don't be afraid to share it. Go uh, give us a rating review on iTunes. And um, and please follow us on YouTube, the MVM Show. Even if you don't watch it on there, just just hit subscribe. It's free, and then it will help us get to 1,000. That's really all we're looking for and trying to build up watch time. But even the YouTube's growing good, and actually the the, the views... Too on that side of it, but again, that could be that that at some point can be very easily compromised because of what is being said. We've already dealt with it once already, but that's okay. So, anyways, um, you got an encouraging scripture that you can give, mm. beloved. I quote that one. I let's, that,
1: let's let's do it like this. Here's a couple I could think of. Uh, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. And renewing of your mind, uh, in my opinion, you know, it can be in many ways, but the main thing, again, it goes back to trust and Mm -hmm. truth is I, in 60, almost 66 years, I've never been let down by the word of God. And, you know, actually there's a scripture. I, I, I was thinking about that when I was coming over here this morning. Uh, it says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You know, bottom line is, we all know, sooner or later, we're, you know, our day is, you know, like it says in, in Ecclesiastes, there are a time to be born and a time mm-hmm. to die. You know, I know, you know. I don't care if I live to be hundred and twenty years old, sooner or later. You're gonna die. If the Lord hasn't come back, what's I'm gonna you, I'm gonna die, you're gonna mm-hmm. die, we're all gonna die. We do not know the point of time. So if we can have this trust and faith that there that there is a here hereafter, you know, and, and give people the hope, you know, you know, like the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And uh, you know, Again, that's a ch- that's a choice. But when you experience and you have that relationship, uh, it, I think it makes you fearless. I I don't fear anything. I mean, me and you had a lot mountain lion uh-huh. experience at uh, in in Hell's Canyon, Oregon, at six yards. I shot with a with a bow coming to attack us. I never felt one bit of fear. Uh-huh. I uh, so I'm just thankful because I you know we stand on the word of God, uh-huh. and so
0: yeah. Gives us great hope. Yeah, it does. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.